everyone. Welcome back to The Coop with Meyer Hatchery, where we talk all things poultry in hopes of educating chicken keepers and inspiring future flock owners. I'm Tessa, and today I'll be joining Jess while we talk about our spring gardens. But before we get started, did you know that you can save $5 off your next Meyer Hatchery purchase by entering the coupon code THECOOP at checkout? Give it a try. Hey everyone, it's Jess. And Tessa. And welcome to our first chicken chat of 2023. Yay! Today we are going to be talking about something that I know both Tessa and I really love. Hmm, what do you think it is? Hmm. Is it chickens? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're going to kind of talk about chickens, but what's our other love? Gardens. Yes, I love gardening. And I know you do too, Tessa. So we thought it'd be great today to talk about all the garden planning we're doing right now. It's it's kind of cold outside. And this is what I do at this time of year is really focus on planning my garden. So Tessa, you want to talk a little bit about your plans this year? Sure. So this year is different for me because I have to actually move my gardens. So it's like starting from scratch. Um, but thankfully, I have compost ready to transfer into the new beds. So I do use my chicken manure for compost. Um, I have two separate compost piles. So we have one with leaves and then one with manure. So when I'm planning out my new garden beds, I'm going to be um, tilling that into the soil so that I don't have to pay to have somebody drop off topsoil, um, which is a huge expense. So I've got that pile out there that's like worth a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> super exciting. Yeah. Uh, but I also am going to try cover crops this year, which normally, so normally I would take my garden beds all the way down in the fall. Um, and this year we left all of the leaves. We left straw. Um, we even left some plant material down. And on these new beds, I am going to be trying cover crops. I'm hoping that they'll sprout in time for me to be able to let my birds out because uh, I got crimson clover. I thought, well, they're going to love that. Yeah. And they can come out, eat it down so that it's less work for me. And then the roots will still have the nitrogen and everything that I need for soil enhancements. And then I can till that manure in. So I'm making my chickens work this year in the garden. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, well, I was going to say it's it's great to have that kind of free work or fright, uh, free workers. <laughs> oh my god, They're not free. I don't know yeah, if you see the price of feed. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. But they're, they're built in workers <laughs> they to help with the garden. So, um, so my plans are this year, um, kind of a couple things. We're trying, uh, a little bit more different way of gardening. We're doing square foot gardening this year. Um, and so we're a little more efficient gardening. We talk a little bit about cost and, um, so we're going to give that a try. And then with our um, garden itself, um, we are with our coop. We are kind of, we're doing a big rebuild. <laughs> we're starting from scratch. Um, it's, I know, I know. It's been six years though with the coops that we have. And um, we wanted to completely rechange how we're um, raising our birds. And last year I talked a little bit about using an omelet and trying raising my chickens in a tractor and we found that we really liked it. So 
Um, this year, we're going to use um, some of our mobile coop plans that we have here at Meyer Hatchery, um, and we're going to be building some of the A-frame coops, mm -hmm. and um, we're going to be practicing the rotational grazing. So we have different um, areas throughout the property that we've marked where the tractors are going to go, and we're going to kind of mm -hmm. rotate rotate those on a regular basis. And um, last year when we tried it with the omelet, which was obviously on a much smaller scale, uh, it worked out really nice. We were changing or moving the tractor like every 10 days. And by the time we got back to where we started, the grass had all grown back. So um, I think it'll it'll be really nice. Um, we'll incorporate some of those cover crops like you're using mm -hmm. um, into there. Um, and then we're also going to be using the electric fencing to help um, around the mobile cope. That mobile, ugh. let me try that You're again. not using a cope? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. We're also going to be using the electric fencing around the mobile coops um, to kind of create little safe areas for our birds when they're out exploring. Um, I've talked a lot about, we have a lot of predators here, so um, we're doing all we can to keep them safe, but still give them the benefits of free ranging and being out there and enjoying all the, the good that the land has to grow for our birds. Um, we're also going to be doing some fodder this year. Have you done anything with fodder before? I always want to. I actually have a big frame and I think to myself, I should do that. <laughs> and then I'm like, yes. I should do these 800 other things. Let's. <laughs> Are exactly. you going to do it? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to try it. So what we've done is we've actually started already this winter doing smaller versions of the fodder. Um, and we're going to have a YouTube video all about it be coming soon. Um, but it's it's been good so far. It's it's a nice way to supplement um, our chickens feed and get my gardening fix in in the middle of the winter. Time. So <laughs> so that works out really nice. So so what are your favorites? You know, we're talking about our garden plans and how we're going to incorporate our chickens. What are some things that you're going to grow for your flock this year? Well, so I currently have a permanent medicinal garden and in that I, medicinal sounds like it's weird things, but it's not because all herbs are really medicinal in some way, especially with your birds. So I have to move that in the spring. Um, I always have things like lavender growing, um, chamomile. I do a lot of that, especially, uh, because the birds, <laughs> the birds love it. And I love yeah. it. Um, but just like thyme and oregano, um, I usually grow different root based ones like valerian and things like that, that are good staples in the medicinal herb bed. Um, yeah. and I already started some <laughs> because I can't yes. help myself. I know that I'm going to need them. I know that if I do have cuts from these, I can give them to my flock now. So yeah. probably my biggest priority is moving that medicinal herb bed so that it's in its permanent location and I can get it started this year. Right. Um, for herbs for us, um, I mean, we we always do like the marigolds uh, around the coop. That's a, That's been a winner the last couple of years. Um, and we are going to do, we always do basil. So I'm just gonna mm -hmm. continue that again. Um, and lavender, lavender is a big winner here in our coop. Um, we use it, not only the chickens will go and kind of play in it a little bit, but um, just making my own nest box blend and putting that into um, the nest boxes. Um, we hang the, the bundles of dried lavender uh, in, in our yeah. coop as well. Um, mint. Um, mint. Yes, mint. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's another really good one. That's good for repelling pests 
mice. Um, so we always have mint somewhere around the coop, um, really all season. I dry some for the winter and I have fresh in the summer. Um, you can float the mint in their water during the summer as a, a nice cool treat for them. Um, and the birds, it, it's supposed to help calm them a little bit. I don't know. My birds are a little, I don't know if it's calming anybody, but they like right. it. So I, I keep knows? putting it in. Are you adding any new birds to your flock this year? Any new breeds you're trying? Or <laughs> I feel like I know this answer already, but. No, no, <laughs> I'm at capacity here. So <laughs> no, of course I am. I mean, of course yeah. I am. Um, yeah. I have an order scheduled for May, I believe, um, of some new chicks. I'm going to try some of our new chicks and I'm excited for that. And then um, I plan on getting a few ducks and a few heritage turkeys uh, and expanding my quail area, especially. They're yeah. my new favorite. Oh, that's exciting. Well, I'm not even going to comment on mine. I... <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. I'm not at it. Well, I am. Um, I actually have birds coming tomorrow. <laughs> so I've already, I've already started and I'm trying all of our new breeds here. I'm really excited for the Sapphire Jewel. I think that <gasps> one's that's really exciting. And um, I added some I am Samanis in the mm -hmm. fall, and I'm going to be adding some more of those. So uh, I still have lots of my silkies. My silkies are still number one, but um, I'm definitely trying some of our new breeds this year. I'm really excited for those. And I think Tessa has talked me into some heritage turkeys again. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we've got some ringneck pheasant that we're going to be. Uh, oh, yeah. Ring -neck oh, that's right. Yes, we're both going to be trying that this year. Mm -hmm. And all of our, you know, when we're planning our garden and we're planning our flocks, we're making sure that everything kind of like coincides. You know, if I'm going to be adding turkeys, then I'm going to, I know for raising turkeys the last couple of years, I'm going to expand my chicken garden a little bit more. So I have extra for those, you know, for the turkeys and, you know, all those fun feathered friends that are going to be visiting the farm this year. Yeah, we have to add. We need, you know, what I was thinking about too is, I'm not ready to try growing my own feed, but mm -hmm. I might try a grain crop, like a grain plot yeah. this year. You, yeah. I think that some of the species that we're bringing in to the farm this year can benefit from it. And at the very least, it'll provide tall grasses for the birds to hide in, uh, yeah. you know, or play in. So that'll Absolutely. be fun. Good boredom buster for them yes. to get out there and <laughs> yes. explore. And, and you, you brought garden. <laughs> right. This is your garden. You go over there. Yes. I do. You know, that's a good point, though. I do have a couple different garden areas, and I do fence off the the parts that I really don't want the chickens getting into because if, you know, sometimes your chickens can get in there and within a day, your garden is, is gone <laughs> or down to the ground. Um, so um, I do make sure to fence off, you know, the different places and within my planning, you know, right now I'm, I'm planning where my fencing is going to go um, mm -hmm. just to, to kind of keep sure, make sure some of the birds don't uh, get to my, my squash that's happened right. one too many times. That happened to me this year, but I let it happen. It was just yeah. one of those years where I had a bunch of juveniles right around harvest and yeah. I had a broody who took her pretty much adult children over and taught them how to eat it. And I went, oh. that's yours. Keep yeah. it, girl. <laughs> Keep <Yeah>. it. 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is good. It is great though to watch the chickens in the garden and watching them dig around. And I have a couple of silkies that I can actually trust in with my pumpkins. They don't they don't eat the pumpkins, but they are fantastic. They will like, you know, till the ground right around up it. until the plant. And I think that's awesome. I think your your chickens and your garden, they they just go hand in hand. It's it's really great to it's really great to have that. So even so, this time of year, like having chickens in your garden beds, if you're not yeah. the type of person that covers them, or yeah. if you did put leaves and stuff down onto your garden bed, when I was out yesterday, we had that big freeze. Mm -hmm. And then now it's kind of rainy, but it's mild. It's 40s. Yeah. So my birds are out there doing a surface till and yeah. I am here for it. Go for it, yeah. girls. Absolutely. You talked about using the manure and the compost. Can you talk a little bit about your composting setup with your chicken um, mm -hmm. manure? Because you're, I know that's something that you are really awesome at. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I'm awesome at manure. <laughs> um, so what I do, especially this time of year, this is a deep litter time of year for me. So mm -hmm. I use pine shaving bedding and I do use poop trays. But um, in the summertime, I would normally clear those out and there would be sand in it. In the winter, I switch from sand to pelleted, those pelleted pine horse things. Oh, yeah. 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 So I put those in the trays so that when I'm scooping them out, I'm not adding sand into my compost. I'm adding pine mm -hmm. pulp. Um, but so I take all of that, wheelbarrow it out. I have two separate composts that are pretty close to the coop, honestly, because the coop already has a smell. So I try to keep it all back over there. And then we do have one separate compost that's far from the chickens. That's grass clippings that we save for nitrogen for, you know, our tomatoes and things like that. Um, but you do have to season your manure. So manure you're collecting right now will be perfect for spreading in June. Um, the manure that you collected over the summer will be perfect for your spring garden. So especially have yourself on kind of a, like a six month cycle. If you collect it from the beginning of the garden until the end, so let's say from May to September, you can put your bed to rest with manure on top, or you can leave it bare through the winter and then add it in the spring. And then you'll have even more manure to add in. If you add it too soon, it becomes really hot. And that doesn't mean temperature wise, that is just really too powerful to be there. Whereas one pile could be enough for a whole plot as opposed to just having it like for one plant. It's important to till it in. You don't wanna just spread it and then be like, yay. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that that compost, especially if you do the deep litter method, and um, it is really awesome to be able to when somebody says to you, "Where does all the manure go?" and you just kind of like point to the garden and the amazing plants that you're growing. So that's yep. that's really great. Yep. So here at Meyer Hatchery, we have lots of resources to help you with gardening with your chickens. We have the Gardening with Chickens book by Lisa Steele. That's a really good book yes. to have. Um, can you think of anything else? Um, so I like to have those treat holders that are for vegetables. The one that we have is the chicken veggie ball, but you can really put anything inside. So it's literally like a cage, like kind of reminds me of a hamster ball, but it has spots available for the chickens to peck in, hang it, put cabbages in there, put, put greens in, 
there's it doesn't have to just be a cabbage though a cabbage will give them a lot of time (laughs) a lot of time to waste eating it but um I keep those hung in my coop year round and even when I don't have fresh vegetables if I do have vegetable scraps from winter I put them out there too yeah yeah that's those are great to have and they that's such a good board and buster board and buster I have those as well I also have the one that has like a bell in it and then you could put the vegetables on the side uh that one's pretty funny to use because they kind of kick it and then they're kind of shocked by the sound and then they're like oh it's food and they run after it so um so that's pretty cool that's pretty nice to have um we had turkeys that used it here that's awesome it was amazing so when we had our broad breasted the last time they ate found the bell and then when I would leave it empty we could hear it from the house they would be out there like (laughs) come on on, fill it up fill it up (laughs) that's funny um we also have lots of blogs and some uh, additional videos about gardening with your chickens that I'll leave in the description below our mobile coop plants our coop plants we have some really great coop plants we have one that actually has a garden bed incorporated into it um, so we'll make sure to add that in the description below as well. And uh, yeah, because yeah. gardening doesn't have to be in the ground. You can provide no. gardens for your chickens in the coop plants, which is why that one's awesome. Because if you yeah. live in a small plot, have only like three chickens, keeping a small garden for them up there is a lot more manageable than trying to keep it with your own stuff. So that's cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you everybody for joining us during our chicken chat. Be sure if you haven't already subscribe to our YouTube channel, click that bell. So you're the first to know every time a new video has been released. What kind of chicken chats do you want to hear? What do you want to hear Tessa and I talk about? Let us know in the comments below. (laughs) Yes. A whole episode on compost and manure. (laughs) Thank you so much again. Thank you, Tessa, for joining me and have a great day. Bye. And with that, we thank you for listening to The Coop. Be sure to subscribe, and if you'd be so kind, drop us a review. Have a poultry-related question or topic you'd like us to cover? We want to hear from you. Send us an email to podcast at meyerhatchery.com.